Content warning. Music and sound effects, depiction of an elder in respiratory distress, occasional violence, and discussion of death. Sexual references. Thanks for tuning in. Jason Carl looks like he would design Vampire to Masquerade, and I think that's so funny that he did. No one who looks at the one who works at White Wolf doesn't look like they work at White White Wolf. It's like how to do who makes Yakuza looks like he would design and play and make Yakuza games. <gasps> God bless you, Allie. I thought that <laughs> You thought what? <laughs> that was a little dog barking. It's <laughs> fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to say. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> That's what I heard. Before before we get started, I just want to put this. What is uh, it? God damn it. Well, Brian had sex. I want to say, oh, God damn uh, Letitia had sex with a really strong girl. Now she's taking her <laughs> home with Alex to get some ice cream in her Inherit car. car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think that's the beginning no. of the episode. I got to find a way to cut that. No, it's oh, not. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it is. Letitia had sex Here we go. with a really strong girl. Now she's taking her friend Alex to go get ice cream <laughs> in her car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's say uh let's say 9:52 in Tokyo. Why don't we do it in Tokyo, you weebs? We always do it in Tokyo because it's the right it's most time zone that none of us are in. Actually, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. 9:53. I need a little bit more time. Oh my god, you hear Indy? You hear? I guess, him? barely. Do you hear him? Oh, 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 oh. Is it, can can you actually hear me oh or not? Oh my god, now he's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I hear you. Yeah. 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 I'm fucking, yeah, Brandon, you. that's not funny. I hear you. <laughs> Can you, like, be professional, dude? Can you, like, be fucking professional for, like, a fucking second, dude? You and I were done professional. Oh, there we go. I can hear we're you. done now. professional. It's five seconds now. <laughs> oh, shit. Did <laughs> <laughs> we somehow I'm not going to lie, folks. Because... I don't think we... I don't think we got it that time. I think that was horrible. At issue five of Blue Bleedle and the Outlaw. Blue Bleedle. Okay, I'm going to do that again. No, no. Here Riley. we are. At... <laughs> okay, fine. Here we are. Issue five at Blue Bleedle and the Outlaws. Let's go Blue from bottom Bleedle. up. What the? That's what I said the first time, and Morgan said go with it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm Clappy, and I play Marisol Reyes. <laughs> and I hate you all again. Yeah, I'm Lat, and I play <laughs> Alex Wayne. I'm Slappy, and I play Oscar <laughs> Wilfred Jackson Hughes. I'm Corgan, and I'll play Letitia Bluefloor. I'm Wayne, and I play Shareer. <laughs> and I'm Indy, and my life is hell. Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. So, um... So last time on Blue Beetle and the Outlaws, you guys stopped a prison outbreak. That was pretty cool. 
You encountered a whole bunch of supervillains at the lock where there was a jailbreak. A fair few supervillains were able to escape, both unintentionally um, and in the case of people like Tuppence, maybe somewhat intentionally? No. But all in all, you guys also were able to stop the parasite and save a train um, before each of you sort of went home and once again had to deal with the realities of your everyday. So, I think we should pull up now on... Uh, let's pull up on Alex. I'll start with Alex today. So, Alex, um, you've had a pretty, a pretty restless night. You dreamed of a memory. You remembered, um, you had a dream about a time in your life where you were smaller, um, a time in your life where maybe things were a little bit simpler, and a time in your life where somebody was still sort of present in it. So, uh, let's go to Alex Wayne now. At, um, let's say 10 years ago, let's say 7 years old. Um, way back in Wayne Manor in Gotham City. Um, Alex, in this dream, in this memory, you've woken up in the middle of the night in your house. And of course, as we all know, Wayne Manor is a huge, 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 huge place to live. You know, there are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of rooms. They're all very well decorated. You know, um, it's been standing for years and years and years. But Alex, whenever you wake up in the middle of the night in Wayne Manor, it's always empty. Your sister's asleep. And despite the fact that you have so many brothers and sisters and your parents, they're almost never home at this time of night. You are seven years old in your bedroom in Wayne Manor and you feel alone. It's dark, it's scary, and nobody's there. What do you do? I think I, I, think I get up. I've got my, my trusty blankie with me. <laughs> and I'm going to waddle. I'm going to... Baby, I guess I'm seven, so I'm not. A yeah, baby. Well, what are you? What are you six? What the <laughs> fuck is happening? I fully believe Alex was still a baby at seven. <laughs> I do have a blankie though. He has a blankie. He's got a bat on it. And I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna walk over. Um, I'm gonna wander out in the hallway and uh, look around. And uh, I'm gonna try to find the one person who I think is always home. So you, you go down the hallway and sit, because you are looking for that one person, you know exactly where he's going to be because he doesn't really get out much these days. You, um, you make your way down the hallway, not too far from your room, uh, down a set of stairs uh, to the ground level, and you open a door to an incredibly spacious, incredibly comfortable-looking, well-decorated room. In the room, in a bed, is an older Englishman his hair white, nearly completely bald, a mustache on his face, but the years have definitely taken a toll on him. Well, hello, Master Alex, <coughs> says Alfred. And what are you doing awake at this time of night? <coughs> I, uh, I can't, I can't sleep, Alfred. Oh, no, isn't that a shame? <coughs> Why don't you come up onto the bed with me here, then? Yes, I sit on the side of the bed. Now, Alexander, why is it that you can't sleep? 
feels lonely like nobody's here again yes yes I'm... that is very difficult <coughs> but that's not entirely true is it I'm here yeah yeah you're here yes and because I'm here <coughs> oh, sorry I, I clearly must find a way to help you young master Alex what do you think would make you feel better? Hmm? Maybe a uh, maybe a bedtime story. Ah, of course, Master Alex. Of course. <clears throat> now, um, which one shall we read tonight? Hmm? You know which one I like. Come on. And Alfred Richo reaches over uh, to his bedside table. And despite the fact that he asked you uh, what you'd like to be read tonight, there is only one book that's on the side of that table. It's a book he's opened plenty of times to read to you. Um, he opens it up and he starts reading. The lion and the unicorn were fighting for the crown. And the lion beat the unicorn all around the town. Some gave them white bread, and some gave them brown. Some gave them... <coughs> you okay, Alfred? <coughs> oh, I'm, I'm fine, Master Alex. Could you, could you just read the next line for me, please? Yeah, yeah, Alfred, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, some gave them plum cake and drummed them out of town. All right. Alex. Now allow me to finish here. And when he had beat him out, he beat him again. He beat him three times over his power to maintain. <clears throat> You're very fond of this one, aren't you, Master Alex? Yeah, it, it... I don't know, it sounds... It's cool. Yes, it's very tough, isn't it? Yeah. It's a bit of fighting... A bit of plum cake. Really, it's got <clears throat> everything you could ask for a story. Yeah, it's cool. Yes, yes. Alexander, you know your family loves you, yes? Yeah, I know. They're just busy. And I promise someday. There will come a time where you will understand why your family does what they do. And on that day, I'm sure you'll make them very proud indeed, Master Alex. I know. You always say that. Uh, you both smile, and uh, you start to feel a little bit sleepier. But as you do, you hear a crash from the living room. What was that? I don't know. Give me a moment. Uh, Alfred slides himself off his bed um, and into his wheelchair, which is right next to it. And uh, he opens the door and he rolls on out. Um, you follow him into the hall um, as lying collapsed in the middle of it is the Batman. Oh, oh. 
Master Alex, help me bring him downstairs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, Alex! And you wake up. Oh, oh. Oh, shit! Alright. Been a while since I thought about that one. Uh, are the TV cameras still on me? There, uh, yeah, the camera, uh, that was left there is still standing there looking at you silently. You can hear noise outside your room and it's clear, uh, everybody else in your house is up, um, getting ready for the day. <sighs> okay. Alright. I will say, uh, you know that the moment you step outside, John Dill, the cameraman, and the boom mic guy are probably going to be waiting for you. Right. You, you know, at this point in your day, this may be the only time you have to yourself. What do you do? Um. Honestly, I think, I think Alex just sits there for a minute and takes it all in. Um. And then he just immediately starts fixing his hair because, you know, TV. You hear a knock on the door. Alex, we're ready for you now. Right, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm freshening up. And uh, I'll go ahead and head out the door. All right. Uh, you open the door and Johnville, the boom mic guy, are there looking at you. Um, they say, hey, Alex, good morning. How'd you sleep? Good, great. I slept great. I got my, I got my three and a half hours just like usual. Beauty sleep. Good to go, right? And the camera zooms in on you as we move over to another household this morning. I think Alex might need therapy. Everybody, just what? a shot in the dark. Well, it's good that There's he's no got way. a counseling session later today, isn't it? Oh yes, a school counselor. That's going to be enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I forgot let's, about uh, let's look in on Marisol now. Oh, no. And, uh, I think after that, just as per tradition, we'll look down on Oscar. And, you know, we started with Letitia at the beginning of Last Arc, so we'll start with the kids at this arc. So, um, down on La Costa, Marisol, uh, you wake from your sleep. Marisol, how did you sleep? Unlike Alex, you have a choice here. Hmm. <laughs> Probably not too great. She probably like uh, woke up once during the night and then just like uh, couldn't really fall back asleep. The that's fair. Half. That's fair. Especially with the sort of you know with the fight that you had with your parents. Um, that's obviously left Marisol a little bit distressed. Yeah. Um, you come downstairs and unlike every other morning that you've sort of woken up in this house your dad isn't there he's already gone to work there aren't any pancakes on your table and it's just your mom uh scrolling through her phone while writing notes down on her pad oh good you're up early well earlier than usual anyway yeah have you had time to think about the way you behaved last night oh my god 
No, mom. I was trying to get a full eight hours of sleep for my healthy growing condition as a child. Or is sleep less of a priority for me? And should I start planning every single hour of my day like you? Would that make me more of a grown-up? She sighs and she puts down her pad and her phone and she looks at you from across the table um, with a very earnest look in her eyes and she says, Marisol, I'm trying to support your father after years he's basically sacrificed to being here to help take care of you and take care of this house. Now, if you feel as if we were condescending, I am sorry. You're sorry you made me feel that way? I'm sorry for telling you that you were a child, Marisol. Okay. I am trying to understand is why you can't support your father in this. I will support him. I understand... I thought we went over that last night. Okay. I can see this is still a touchy subject for you, so... In either case, your father wanted you to look in on his work. Um, he's on TV right now, if you'd like to take a look. I think he'd be very excited to hear that you saw his debut performance. Um, so I'm just going to get ready for my day, and I'm going to get the car started. So you're more than welcome to do that if you so choose. So you're not going to watch it? I'm going to watch it later, when I don't have to prepare for work. Right. Because work always comes first for you. <laughs> Marisol, I'm a reporter and there are people dying. I have to maintain priorities. Wow. It's not... It's not just a part of my job, but it's a part of who I am. Okay. I'll keep that in mind for my next achievement. I'll have to make sure it's not scheduled around everything else in the world. She sighs and rubs her temples. I have no idea why you're so opposed to structure, Marisol, but... (sighs) I'm opposed to it when you're being hypocritical. You want me to support Dad, but you're not even going to watch him. I am going to you watch don't him. Care. I'm going to watch him later today. I do care, Marisol. Then watch the show with me right now. You know what? Fine. I will. And uh, she walks on over to your couch and she sits down. She turns on the TV and she sort of gestures for you to come join her. I follow, but I just like, like stand behind the couch. Uh, the TV comes on, and um, you see a shot of like a big sort of toy-looking neighborhood. Um, the camera zooms down as it gets in front of a house um, where the door is like anthropomorphized with a big smiley face. It winks as the viewer as it opens itself, and you go inside this house, and it's full of fantastical, wacky-looking furniture, all bright, different colors or whatever. Um, it moves into a living room. Um, in front of a couch, uh, 
that looks like it's facing the audience, so it would look like the audience is in the TV looking into the couch. And uh, from behind it springs up your father in a wacky-looking, wacky-looking, partly CG, clearly partly real prop suit of him in like a big tuxedo. He's got a big round face that's just white and smiley with a big grin on it. Um, and he's like dancing around, uh, singing along to the theme song of Mr. Empty's Playhouse. You look at your mom and she's flinching a little bit. Do you see now why I'm uncomfortable with it? It's creepy. It's not creepy. It's just, it's just a kid's show. It's just Mom, your eye is twitching. Listen, it's, this show is clearly popular with children for a reason, and your father is very lucky to be a part of it. You know, the last person to play this role was the creator of the show, and he died. So this is a very important What makes that seem like a great opportunity? It could be a cursed set. A cursed set, Marisol? I've actually been to the studio, you know. Have you? When was that? Um, <laughs> you know my friend Alex. Oh, God, the reality show. Yeah. Well, I will say, I will say, I'm very proud of you for having the sense not to sign one of those ridiculous waivers. Right. Yeah, I thought it was dumb, so, um... No, Marisol, I actually think that was a very adult decision, and you should be given credit for that. I'm very proud of you for it. Thanks. Look, I... No, never mind. And you can see she wants to express something to you, but her role as a parent is absolutely holding her back from telling you what she actually thinks in this case. What is it, Mom? You will need a roll. Uh, pierce the mask? Yeah, pierce the mask works. Uh, comfort and support or provoke would also work here alternatively if you want it to be an action instead of an observation. It's up to you. <laughs> I'll stick with pierce the mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's very fair. Oh, 11. Holy nice. shit. Uh, so read out uh, what you get and then choose your... Uh, so choose when you yourself. pierce someone's mask to see the person beneath, roll plus mundane. On a 10 plus, ask three. On a seven and nine, ask one. What are you really planning? What do you want me to do? What do you intend to do? How could I get your character to blank? And how could I gain influence over you? I'll ask, what are you really planning? Brackets to say... Uh, how could I get your character to back off, and how could I gain influence over you? <laughs> to back to off, Marisol. Guys, I bitch mom to back the fuck off. I think I think Marisol sucks, guys. <laughs> wow, no. she wants me to text her everywhere I am. Um, how I th so I think here, if you want her to tell you what she's going to say or back off, that's got to be the same question. So how can I get your character to back off, or how can I get your character to tell me what you're thinking? Okay, uh, is tell me. Have to I'd rather know question. what she's. I'd rather want to know what she's thinking. Okay, so. did you want to change your third choice then? Uh, uh, what do I, I guess? I don't know. What do you What do you intend to do? I don't know. 
Um, you could get her to open up by playing to the fact that she's already given you kudos for being smart enough not to sign a waiver for Alex's reality show that actually netted you big, big points with her, and you can tell. Um, you could uh, get her to open up and gain influence over her by playing to that specifically. Um, as for what she intends to do, she clearly isn't done talking about whatever this job is with your father, and she clearly has opinions of her own that you know aren't being expressed here. What about influence? Was, no, Andy said it. Andy said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah said, I, uh, I said the same. Marisol can knock two out two birds with one stone by playing. Yeah, her, lean it, lean into her playing, mature yeah. decisions. If she leans into her mature yeah, decisions, yeah, lean into your mature decisions here, and your mom will be more likely to open up to you, or so, she straight up will open up to you. Um. Okay. Now Marisol's gonna sit on the couch and like face her mom and say, um, "Listen, when I got that form." I, my first thought was call your mom but I knew what you were going to say I knew you would say don't be on a reality TV show at 17 that's stupid and this is a very bad idea so I trust in my gut like I'm not completely I'm I feel like when you think I'm not capable of making the right choice. You're kind of like putting yourself down as a parent because you know you've done better than that with me. Like, I'm not completely hopeless. So, like, give me a few more chances every now and then. I think you gain influence over your mom. Straight up. Yeah. yeah. She looks at you for a second. And then goes in and gives you a big, warm hug. Oh, and um, <laughs> then she draws back with her hands still on her, your shoulders, and she goes, Marisol, I, you have no idea how reassured that makes me feel. Now, you need to understand, it might seem that I'm very focused on structure, and that maybe with me as your mother, you can feel sometimes that I'm very limiting. But what I need you to understand most of all, more than anything, is that this doesn't come from a place of me just wanting control over you or thinking you're one of my employees, Marisol. I promise you this comes from a place of love and concern. Do you understand? I know. She looks back over at the show and uh, your father, in his Mr. Empty costume, is having a conversation with uh, a fridge. Mr. Fridge. I think Marisol gets goosebumps. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you fought Mr. Fridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, your mom sighs and looks from the TV back at you, and she goes, Now, look, this is really, really important to your dad. He's given up a lot to stay home and take care of you and just, I mean, look at the house. It's always spotless. It's always spotless, and that's because of the work your dad does. So, for now at least, we need to be supportive. But I do have my concerns about him being a part of this show. I just, honey, Channel 69 is not the most reputable network out there. Jack Six is not a very good man, and 
Frankly, although this show is popular with children, I'm not entirely sure it's teaching them the right things. Yeah, it's... It's creepy, right? It, I... it is creepy, but... And not to sound like, you know, a culture critic at the paper, but it's also... It's vacuous. It's supposed to be about friendship and cooperation and making f people feel better, but... A lot of the time, the show just really encourages escapism in a way that I don't think seems appropriate. You know, like, for once, I do agree. I, you know, I'm... I like to face my problems head on. You do, sweetheart. You do. So, you know, maybe that's why I don't like the show. Because I feel like, I feel like we're a family of go-getters, and, and Dad's preaching this message now that, like, um, like, it's fine to turn a blind eye, and I think that just goes against our morals and ethics. Yeah, what does it say that he's a part of this show when, at home, his attitude towards solving his problems is very different? Exactly. And I'm, I'm sure your father has his own concerns about the show as well, but... Maybe he can't see them right now because he's so happy about it. I don't know. Well, I... Mm, this might be a bad idea, but I don't even know if it will work. So, you know, I got fired. Yes, I do. And I feel really awful about that and really confused because MC yes, told should. me that I was, like, protected. Mm-hmm. Um... Um, do you, do you think it would be cool if I could try and get a job on set and keep an eye on Dad every now and then? I don't know how often they would need a high schooler, but... She sits back and strokes her chin because she is very well aware you just offered to spy on your dad for her, which she never in a million years thought she would ever get as an offer. <laughs> Playing from my side. Interesting. <laughs> but she doesn't want to say it out loud. So she says, yeah, I think, you know what? And it would be a way for you and your father to be able to bond outside of the house. You know, it would be a different environment, but you'd still be able to maintain a closeness to him. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I'll, uh, I'll see if I know anybody who works at Studio 69, and I'll see if I can somehow arrange that. I still have a little bit of pull as the editor of the paper. So, um, I mean, if you know somebody who works there, that would definitely help you out. Well, I, I know Alex. Do you know anyone else who possibly works at <laughs> Studio 69? I know Alex's director. <laughs> the twins. But I don't want to tell my mom because she's the type that needs to know everybody's business. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, when I was on tour, I did that studio tour, whatever. When I went to go visit with Alex, I did meet um, I did meet this cool like, uh, these PAs, and um, so maybe I could reach out to them. But you, know, I don't. They're not like my friends, but like I know them. Your mom looks impressed, and she says, "Wait, you went on a studio tour, and you were able to network while you were there." Well, priorities. I um. Marisol, that's an amazing skill set for somebody your age. Oh, yeah, I, I paid for it and everything. 
<laughs> immediately fucks it up. Okay, immediately don't. almost shoots herself in the foot. <laughs> immediately. Jesus. Okay, sweetheart, that's not what I meant, but I'm still very proud of you. Um, okay, well, listen, I'll put in a good word. You talk to your PA friends, and I'm sure somehow, and she gives you a wink, we can we can wrangle, wrangle you a new job. And who, who knows, maybe you'll find a passion for entertainment the same way that your father has. Yeah. Maybe I could get my own show. Oh, wink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that. I really liked that. Okay. Um, so, uh... Your mom looks at her phone. She goes, oh, you know what? I can be late for work today. Let me drop you off at school. Okay, cool. All right. And um, on, a ve- on a morning where for the first time in a while, you feel like your mom is looking at you with some positivity, you guys go to school. Marisol's doing everything in her power to ruin that. She was trying to do everything in her power to ruin that in the beginning. Marisol's like, I'm going to be as unreasonable no, no, no. as possible. I just, I, it's, it's really, it's so tempting to just fight my parents at any fucking given moment. <laughs> I can in tell. This game. I, I love can it. tell. I do, I do make it easy for you though, don't I? Like, <laughs> you I do. do. <laughs> no. I do make it very, very I'm, easy. Listen, to be like, Marisol oh, is unreasonable, right? But so are her fucking parents. <laughs> what do you think? How, she gets can, how can like, I get her to back off? To back <laughs> How can I get you to also, back I want, the I want to off, encourage dude. the audience to actually see this in the light that um, uh, Marisol is a fucking flip-flopping uh, little integrity-less. <laughs> oh my god. Really? How dare she? How dare she? <laughs> now, oh, oh, now you're sucking up to mommy. <laughs> no, the thing that gets me is How no, no, dare <laughs> Last night, eight hours ago, Marisol like this. You know what? I think it's funny. Dad's getting a job now after you ruined his life. And next morning, I love you. That SpongeBob picture. I hate SpongeBob and Patrick. Hey, here with the besties. Like that's literally Marisol. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's pull up an Oscar here. Oscar, how did you sleep? Uh, hmm. Yeah, probably the best out of the three, I'd imagine. In fact, you know what? He had one of the better sleeps he's had in six months. It's been it was what? swell. What a great why do you think that, morning. Why do you think that was, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. By the way, what I just previously said does not uh account for my opinion. <laughs> but I do want the audience to do that because that's hilarious. Um <laughs> I, you know, from his perspective, things are looking up, and it's 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 reflecting. It's he got a nice, good, solid sleep. He's just ready to tackle a new day. I'd say, feeling good. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, um, so you wake up, uh, your mom is not home, she clearly already left for her checkmate duties, but Poison Ivy is there, uh, with a bounty of fruit on the table, um, and she's feeding a piece of raw meat to your plant security system. Oh, good morning, sweetheart. Hey! Breakfast's on the table. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Oh, uh, hang on. Let me just, and, uh... Oscar goes to reach and then thinks um, thinks on it for a little bit. Quickly finds a like a little plastic, uh, like one of those disposable gloves 
then reaches into uh, Ron's mouth, takes a bit of the meat, and then flings it in the air for Jaws to catch. There you go. Alright, now let's just put this in. Uh, Jaws' little back mouth opens right up and his tongue whips out, grabs the meat, and just pulls it right in. Alrighty. Now, don't forget, darling, you're meeting your grandmother today after school. Right. I did almost forget that. Okay, cool. Mm. Alright. Nice. Uh, Ivy looks concerned, but she's not saying anything. What's up? Oh, it's nothing. Nothing. I mean... Doesn't look like nothing. It's not my place to say. Oh, come on. No, no, no. It's... It really is something between you and your mother, and I'm sure if she wants to talk about it with you, she will. Uh, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, you know, she is a secret agent. It's all about that hidden yes, intel, and... you know? And as a result, she's very good at hiding that intel and knowing when and where to disperse it. Or to just never. It could never come up. You sound resentful, darling. Is everything no, all right? No, 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 no. No, I mean, I mean, I just, I, you know, that's just, that's how she is. That's how she has been operating. So I get it. I, I'm just saying that, you know, I mean, clearly... You've seen something? I mean, why not Why not speak on it? Why not? Roll me something. Uh, I guess I gotta try to either provoke or pierce the musk. I'll try provoke. Okay, cool. Let's see here. So when you provoke someone susceptible to your words, say what they're trying to get them to do and roll superior. So what did you get? Kidoki, I have rolled a nine. Nice. Okay, on a seven to nine, you can choose one here. Mm. They stumble, you can take plus one forward. They err, you gain a critical opportunity, or they overreact, you gain influence. Indy, we keep telling you. You, you choose, choose it. you. Oh my god. You'll get it, don't worry. You'll get <laughs> it. Uh, I think she's going to stumble here. You can take plus one forward. She says, no, no, no. It's your mother's business, and her feelings about your father shouldn't... No, I shouldn't say anything. Okay, hold on, hold on. We got a little... We got a little bit of juicy goss, huh? Family drama? Oscar, how much do you know about your father? Hmm. Uh, little. And that sort of colored the whole thing. I don't want to give specifics, but he is a very powerful man, and that just may affect your mother's judgment of his mother, your grandmother, but again, I'm not going to say anything else. Now you have that plus one forward, you can use that how you like. I'll, I'll go ahead and try and pierce the musk now. Okay, go for it. Roll your Let's mundane. See if I can get something out of this. So I got that, but now I get a plus one, so it's only a negative one instead of a negative two. 
Oh, that's a nine again. Uh, so yeah, on a nine, ask one. Hmm. I will say, how can I get your character to spill those beans? How can I get your character to spill those beans? Um, here, you need to play to your you. Unlike Marisol, who played to her mother for her maturity, you need to play to your youth. Um, Ivy is typically not someone who has a great affection for adults, but historically, um, especially throughout her interpretations through the 80s and the 90s, she has always had a soft spot for children, and especially children in distress. Um, there are also interpretations where she absolutely hates kids, and those are hilarious, okay, but in this case, that doesn't work for us. <sighs> I mean, okay, no, I... I get it. I mean, I just, I don't know. Even before all this, it kind of felt like there was always a big secret or three. And I mean, no, I, I, I guess I'm too young. <laughs> she looks heartbroken, crestfallen, and shocked. She <laughs> clutches at her chest and then draws you in for a huge hug. The tendrils of Ron, your plant security system, also shift over you in order to bring you in closer. And she goes, oh, no, 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 my sweet, strong, intelligent little man. No, 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 no. It's not because you're young. It's <laughs> because you are a very sensitive young man, and we just need to be able to make sure to let you know these things when you're ready but there's not never anything stopping you from asking and if you really need to know i will tell you yeah i guess it would be nice to be in on it for once you know just the once she sighs, and she says, Are you sure? I think... I think I can handle it, yes. Very well. She turns on the TV. And we're here live at the BBC outside 10 Downing Street, where the Prime Minister is about to address Great Britain. Um, a very, um, very affluent-looking man in what looks like a tuxedo uh, walks out of a small government flat and um, approaches the podium. Hello, everybody. It's me. Swear to God. Arthur oh Wilfred Jackson, Prime Minister <laughs> of Great Britain. <laughs> and that's where we're leaving you. God damn it. <laughs> you piece of shit. So your dad's probably met Letitia's dad at some point. They probably have uh, lunch every Tuesday. Oh, I'm Tuesday. sure. Oh, he's a prime minister. That's so much less evil than a president and less powerful. So. Yeah, Lex is just like, I'm sorry, who are you? No, oh, he has a prime minister. There's not a billion of those. Fuck out of my face. <laughs> um, and I think, so here, I think we've already called who's going to be last. I think we know. I know who we're coming up on. We all know who we're coming up on last. Mm -hmm. So next has to be the one and only Shreer. Oh, I thought I was going to be last. I've been last every single time. Yeah. 
Uh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not too. this time. That's what I thought. Shirir, you wake up in your dojo. How did you sleep? Uh, I slept fine. Sleep is rest. What's... Okay, no, hold up. Yeah, What's Shirir's I can't handle how sad On the chairs? I can't. He was yeah. sleeping on the chairs. Like the three of them. <laughs> no. Okay. That's not okay. So that's already, already not fun. I can't fun. handle how sad this is. Please, please. Let's see. He probably woke up and immediately started doing stretches. Because we're back from those fucking. Because you slept on chairs. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's dojo day. Yo, he's dojo day. He was so right. Have, lumber. Every day I, I break my legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> does does Sharir have a toothbrush even? Yeah. Okay. This was not totally. Is it a sad. clean toothbrush? A shower? It, I mean, they don't stay clean, but he gets a new one. You know. Okay, okay. okay. Guys, it's fun because he's wearing with glass bones and paper skin, and <laughs> and every night he breaks his arm and a heart attack from the sleep, so it's fine. But no, oh, yeah, he man. wakes up okay. and he does stretches. He wakes up at four a.m. every day. Four a.m. every day. <laughs> Right, um, and Sharir, uh, you know it's dojo day. You know, you've got those two applicants coming in later today. How are you setting up the dojo for them? What are you doing? What preparations are you making? It's today? It's today. I don't know that he's aware of it. Great. Amazing. He looked at the applications yesterday. Yeah, but a lot happened yesterday after he looked at them. That's a whole day oh ago. Are you even going to be home when these people show up? If I remember correctly, he kind of just glanced at them and threw them to the side. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that is true. <laughs> um. <sighs> He's probably not doing anything different. His usual routine of waking up, making a milkshake, drinking it, working out. Until somebody calls him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I think that's just where we're gonna leave you, then. Give us nothing, King. Yes. Give us nothing. <laughs> well, hold on. Give us they nothing, King. They wouldn't know it's fucking the day. They're not getting there at four in the morning. They're... Why not? <laughs> Is that unreasonable? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a self-defense class. Those are pretty important. Those motherfuckers start like like at five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I know. Yeah, those afternoon school. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like an after-school activity you're running here. Yeah, basically. All right. Okay. Wait, hold up though. Hold up. Uh huh. I just saw something because I remembered something. When you saw the the applicants and stuff, I remember. I remember this vividly because we were like, <laughs> God fucking damn it, really. The preparations you made was just to Make get extra shakes. ice cream yeah, that and happened. milk. Okay, so I'm, I'm only bringing that up because I'm like, well, if it has to do with milkshakes, maybe he would remember. Oh, but, yeah, overestimating. Yeah, that's fair. I guess he would look in his, in his fridge and be like, I, wow, I have more milkshake stuff than usual. Cool. To be fair, in this scenario we've built up, it's not like he would wake up later. That's true. Or really no, do no, anything. Right. Even if he sure, did remember, right. this is what's going to happen. Oh my god, he's so a... sad. Stop. <laughs> he's got 12 hours before anybody shows up. I will sit in silence until anyone he's arrives. Gonna be, <laughs> he's going to be collapsed on the floor. 
Because <laughs> he trained for 12 hours straight. Oh my god. Patrick, what do you do until I get home? Wait for you to get home. <laughs> <laughs> so, from Sharir and his lonely little life. You motherfucker, you could have gave me time. No, no I gave you. <laughs> no. I've given you 40 minutes, more. I've given you 40 Brandon's minutes. Fault. I don't need much. <laughs> so, we're moving over to Brightwalk now in the apartment of Letitia Luthor. A uh, tiny robot weaves between wrecked furniture and broken art in the living room of a once pristine apartment. The place looks absolutely wrecked with stuff just everywhere and the robot is doing its best to try and clean it. Letitia, where are you? You know, just in bed, chilling. We just woke up. Alone? No. <laughs> Tuppence Terror, uh, your ex, who you may have hooked up with last night, is uh, snoring incredibly loudly next to you. Turned the other way. I think Letitia's reading, which is funny. So funny. I think she's just like very chill, like has a book out, just like, yeah, all right. Um, so Tuppence turns and leans over to, um, to hug you and cuddle you. Here's the issue. She's half asleep and has super strength. Oh, Letitia's oh. hyper familiar with this. <laughs> yeah. What feels like a what feels like a fridge hits you on the chest. How do you usually handle this? Oh, Letitia is like not super strong, but also is very good at like beating people to fight people who are strong. So she just like moves into it a way where the pressure won't affect her, where she's just being held. Like she like rolls into or like falls into it in a way where it won't fucking knock her out. Nice, nice, nice. Because that is something I've always been curious of. Um. You, uh, hear a beep at the door. Pulls up the little screen to see, like, her, like, who's at the door before she goes to answer it. It's, it's, it's Rogue outside your bedroom door. At least she just, like, connects it to, like, her little watch as you take off. What's up, Rogue? What is it? I, um, I have your morning report here, ma'am, and, uh, your agenda for the day with left school. But, uh, should, should I tell them you're taking the day off? Um, tell them I'll be in late, and I think she pulls out a, not an AirPod, I think it's a Luther pod, because it's like a little AirPod that puts it in her ear. Yeah, just tell me the basic report, what's up? Alright, see, um, well, first off, uh, the sale of our arms and military technology division has been complete, LexCorp no longer deals in weapons and various ways of murder, so congratulations. Okay, good. The second is the, um, party you're throwing this weekend. Ah, shit, yeah. Um, as you know, I may have accidentally sent more Evites in a wider range of people than I was meant to, and I did run my self-punishment program, Mistress, so there is no need to worry. It's I so have weird when you do that. Don't ever do it again. It's hardwired into my code. It's not, because you are not one of the cleaning bots. You are so much higher than them, it should not be hardwired into your code. I didn't put it there, so... 
Oh, no, mistress. I am a cleaning bot. I'm just merely a cleaning bot that cleans your messes. No, you literally turn into a sword. You're not a cleaning bot. You don't have any clean supplies that's, in that's you. cleaning a mess. A sword? Rogue, you gonna stop back talking. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not vibing with it. So go ahead. What are you gonna say about the party? My apologies, mistress. In either case, it seems that, uh... Several members of the LexCorp uh, social media marketing team have, uh, shall we say, blown it up on social media. Seems it may now be the the event for the weekend. All right. So this is the worst day of my life. Can you rent a club or something then? I'm not having these people in my home. Absolutely, ma'am. I think that would be more than appropriate, especially uh, considering the state of, and he looks at the rec department, state of... um, your romantic dalliances? Yeah. But not to worry, I am programmed with over 1,000 cleaning routines. Okay, literally, you are so bad at it. Greatest attendees. You are so bad at it. There's literally a robot I have that is a vacuum, and even though you're smarter than that robot, that robot's better at cleaning than you because he's literally built for it. The vacuum bot in your living room uh, rolls by going, <laughs> Almost like it's laughing at Rogue. All right. That's a... Terrence is a weird one. Don't don't take that to heart. He's very cool. No, he's... he's yeah, it's whatever. Okay. Um, and the third and final thing on your LexCorp agenda for today is a meeting with representatives from a neighborhood known as the Squelch. They are apparently trying to save a few of the apartment buildings there and are requesting LexCorp's help. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah. Seems would seems to be the kind of thing that the new LexCorp would be involved that in. That is so exactly what I want to be involved with. Indeed. We've scheduled a face-to-face meeting with these uh, representatives later today. Okay, um... Rogue, tell, Ter- tell Terrence the weird little vacuum bot that any furniture that's broken could just be tossed. I'm not fixing anything, so... You can see that from the living room, Terrence hears you, and, um... It just look uh, one of its weird robot googly eyes because I'm just gonna say it has a googly eye. I don't even know if that's Letitia's aesthetic. Um, it's absolutely whoops. not, but it's funny. But go ahead. <laughs> it. I think you might have just stuck it on there when you were bored. Like, um, it looks at like the couch that's broken in half, and a laser beam just shoots out of it, and the couch is just vaporized. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have some things to deal with in here, Rogue, but I'll be out to get dressed. Well, I'll be dressed and out in like two hours. We can head over there. To deal with that meeting and stuff. Indeed. Indeed. One final thing. Um, would you like me to continue searching for the whereabouts of one Thomas Terra? Absolutely, yes. Indeed. Um, oh, um, we Ro- have no keep in mind, so far. this is not yes. Outlaw's business. This is a personal thing. So I'm not to tell your friends? They ask, tell them, but like, this is, like, don't, like, it. it's not important to the Outlaws. This is a thing I'm doing for me, okay? I, I don't understand mistress so should i keep this a secret or should well, i no it's not a secret just don't, you 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 kind of run your fucking mouth no offense so i don't want you to just be dropping like oh master mistress luthor is looking for her ex's cool little brother like don't go off like that in front of them like if they ask about what we've been doing say we're working on a personal project if they prod further than that yeah tell them i'm not lying to them but just don't go running your mouth to them about it understood mistress i'll try and keep that in mind Thank you so much for your grace, patience, and understanding. Don't try, do. Star Wars. <laughs> I don't, what does that mean? What, what's his name's up? 
<laughs> God, advanced AI is the worst because they just become people that are weird. T, wake up. <laughs> she starts like gently poking Tubbs' face. T, you gotta wake up. What? Um, I have to go to work in like two hours. All right. Have fun. Okay. What are you going to do? I am probably gonna go tear the city apart until I find my. Mm, no, 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 no. See, that's oh, an on, issue. Just don't be a square. And she's short, she slides off the bed and sort of cricks her neck and gets up. I'm not being a square. I'm saying if you want me to help, I can't help if you're doing it illegally. Okay? Well, have you found him yet? I'm looking. So you haven't found him yet? No. Could you do me a favor well, when I'm at work? Feels like I've done you a favor already. All right, I've done you a favor too. Don't we, we don't start measuring. Anyway, um, I just if I leave a robot here, or if like even if you come with me and stay in the car, I just need you to tell me everything you know about Tommy and the last time you saw him. That could just help. Sure thing. I'll give you the deets. Like I said last time, I heard from him. He was running here to Patch City and said he'd been framed and. Yeah. Okay, I just need to know exactly what he's been afraid for. Also, uh, second favor, this one I see thinks is going to be the hardest thing in the world for you to do. Can you not break the law for the next week? No. Okay, no jay... Like, <laughs> I ain't going to promise you that. You can Come jaywalk. On. You can, Listen, you could even like knock over a liquor store, but I mean literally just no assault, murder, anything like that. So you're telling me you won't help me Unless I stop doing supervillain No, stuff. I'm not saying that. I'm saying it'll be harder for me to help you. You ask me a favor. I'm asking you a favor. So you, so we, our jobs can be easier, right? Fine, but you got to promise me that you're giving this Tommy shit your full attention. I'm not just going to sit here and wait around. If you don't hear anything by the end of the day, I'm going to go find him myself. You understand? Okay, if, you, if I don't hear anything by the end of the day, I'll go with you to go look on the streets, okay? We both know y'all don't have time for that. I... Don't make a promise you can't keep. Look, I'm... I think she's going to, like, just, like, grab her face again. Look, I'm not making promises I can't keep. I'm saying there's a lot of people I'm also helping. You're important, but other people are also important. Tish, I don't care about other people. Yeah, I but I do now. I care about. <sighs> she sighs and she gets up and she goes, "I'm going downstairs for some breakfast." No, wait, you no, we're not going. We're not doing this running away from talking to me thing. If you care about me, understand that I care about you a lot. But I also have people that depend on me. I'm not going to let you down, but I also don't want to let them down, okay? She pauses at the door for a second before looking over to you. And she says, Tish, I do care about you. And I always will. But there is no we. And she leaves. I'm Okay. Do you want to roll to take another powerful blow? <laughs> you know what? That seems appropriate. You know? It's just yeah, like... I think it does. The vibe is good for it. Like, the vibe is good. <laughs> it's awful, but it's good. You know, let's just... <laughs> let's get a... Let's get it popping. All right. Uh, yeah, I told... I, 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 I
you know, it's a little popping. I, to- I told Rogue I'd be downstairs in like an hour. That That's two. Two and a half. <laughs> uh, what are you picking here? That, that, that ten is the, like... The living ghost of Marisol <laughs> over your shoulder, saying, "I fucking told you so." Yeah, I think like Liz just like I oh, told she just, like, you gets so. back into bed, and like just says, "Rogue, can you please make breakfast for our guests?" You're removing yourself from the situation. Yeah, I can dig um, it. Um, also, Rogue, make breakfast for our guests, and also, can you please find my um foundation color? I am fucking covered in bruises around my neck, so thank you. Understood, mistress. I'll Jesus. get right to it. Christ. Whew. All right, so that's all five of you. There's the individual vision. That's done. And uh, I think from here... The group chat uh, popping? With... <laughs> I, think, I, think I think the group chat popping. <laughs> so uh, we're going to move to uh, the beginning of the school day. Uh, you guys are all at school now. You're all meeting up outside. And for the first time in a very long time, Darren, is, well, actually, that's not true because he was there the other day. He didn't just go. But for the first time in a very long time, yeah. Darren is there with his uh, school bag and his stuff. And he's actually waiting for you guys. Are you skipping town? Ooh. What? No, I'm going to school. What? Well, you, you never come here with a book bag. Hey. Nice. Well, I have stuff, and I got stuff to do after school, and... And you wanted to be on TV. <laughs> he opens up the book bag, and it's full of diapers and stuff. Oh. Um, um, I didn't know you weren't potty trained. Oh, okay. Ooh, good burn. That's a good one. I'm not there, but Alex has a good one. <laughs> that, is a good, that, is a good, that is a good one. Darren just has nothing to say to him. He just, he's just doing the surprise Pikachu meme. Um, uh, he goes, yeah, uh, look, anyway, um... I gotta have uh, dinner tonight with my kid's foster parents, and obviously my kid, and uh, that's just kind of tough for me. Um, I was just hoping that you guys could maybe, I don't know, come with me tonight for like moral support, or just so I don't freak out. Is that cool with the foster parents? Yeah, no, they're totally cool. They're really, really nice. Oh, I'll just have to text my mom, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I got, like, a TV thing I gotta do. You know, Alex, wouldn't it make you look really cool and, like, um, super nice and, like, an actual good person if you were there to support your friend struggling with teenage parenthood? If I was smarter, I would think you were manipulating me. (laughs) But, But that sounds great. So I'm in. <laughs> if I was smarter. <laughs> Only an idiot would fall for this. You got a deal. <laughs> uh, Darren looks at you, Marisol, and just under his breath, he goes, thank you. She just gives him a little wink. Uh, he blushes. Oh, goodness. Oh, don't do that. He's going to take that the wrong way. Yeah, wrong guy to do that, too. Uh, <laughs> Maybe th- it was a friendly <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> Oh no! Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, but you know, uh, 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 and that's all, folks. That was Darren. That was Darren. That wasn't me doing a bit. That was Darren. Hundred percent. What he what he actually says. Well, um, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Um, I'm gonna head to the mall. Uh, after school. Uh, I want to get my kids something. Uh. I want to give them like a 
I don't know, like a DVD. Do people still do DVDs? Or like a, maybe, I don't know, a Netflix? I guess they well, make kid shows on DVDs. That, that makes sense. Babies don't know how to use well, a DVD player. Yeah. No, you put... Guys, you put the DVD on for the baby. But it's like... And then you teach yeah. the kid to use the DVD player, and eventually I guess you teach the kid how to buy a DVD from Amazon, and then you have to teach them how to get a Netflix subscription, and then after that you have to explain to them that the end- not everybody makes it in the entertainment industry because it's really hard, but, like... What are you talking about? I gotta stop thinking about this. You do that, yeah. yeah I gotta stop thinking about this. Hmm. I mean, it's better than just sitting your kid in front of an iPad for, like, sensory videos. I mean, I, I guess. guess. I guess if it's educational. Yeah. That's okay. I don't know. I'm not I'm not great at any of this. Well, you're you're doing it. So, I mean, hey. Yeah, you're oh, hey. You're trying. You're diving right in. I doubt any new parent regardless of age is necessarily quote unquote good at it. So, he smiles for the first time in a while and he just goes, "Thanks, guys." No problem. Oh, um, speaking of kids, my dad's working on the um, Mr. Empty show. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I got into a fight with my parents over oh. it last night. It's not cool. But I am going to try and get a job at the studio um, to spy on him. And to, uh, mm. uh, Okay. So, Alex, I need you to pull rank for me. Oh. Oh. Yes, I can uh, let's see what I can do with my... Sure to be record-breaking ratings. I should be able to put in a good word. I will have a backup plan. It's always smart. How far in? How far in advance are they filming no, it, anyways? I have when no is clue. Is this uh, or the cameramen are there, right? Hey, is this live? Uh, he looks up and he goes, "Yeah, we're transitioning to streaming pretty soon, oh, but right now it's just footage." Okay, sweet. What? Yeah. Oh. Did you guys not know? No. How would... Between the special... It's TV camera stuff. Okay. Between the special and everything. You're kind of awful at communicating things. I didn't read the contract. You didn't sign a waiver. I don't have to communicate jack shit to you. He smiles and gives you a thumbs up. (laughs) Uh, Weirdly aggressive. Love ya. Showbiz, baby. Do you... Hmm... Hey, how expensive is it to bleep out curse words? Uh, I don't know. It would definitely be a pain in the ass for the editing department if we... Marisol, uh, don't. Oh, it would if, be like a I huge would've... fucking pain Marisol, in the fucking no. ass. Marisol, I already caused them so much trouble. Well, no, hang, hang on. Which, <laughs> wait, which ones can you bleep? Can you bleep hell or damn? You're allowed to say hell and or... damn. No, no, those are fine. Oh, okay, so what about goddamn? What in the goddamn pussy fuck is going on around here? Okay, okay goddamn, I can do okay, pussy fuck. I can't. Yeah, that's that's definitely. Hey, not do we do the thing well, where hold, we hold. censor whole but not ass? <laughs> God damn it! Um, no, no, we, we we do the whole word. Sweet, Marisol. Please don't be an asshole about this. Wait, 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 wait. That would all be pretty expensive. What arguably would be more expensive is if, while things were happening, you started singing copyrighted <gasps> music. Oscar. That no, no, would guys, actually... Guys, guys, also, on that... 
That would take a lot of licensing fees. Darren has already pulled out his guitar. No, Darren, I'm trying to... This show... I mean, I suppose it's either that or cut all of this. Darren. No, 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 that one. Well, I'm not sure that would actually work. But I kind of actually hate you. Guys, trust me. We're just messing with you. Are we? Because if you guys wanted to roll something to do something like that, you could definitely get get the camera's attention. And I know one of you is a star. Uh, You know, I'll keep it in... I think Oscar's going to keep it in his back pocket in case Alex gets annoying. (laughs) If Alex gets annoying, he's just going to start singing a Beatles song. You just sing all of Abbey Road, just the entire thing. And it can't use any part of the episode. Just any part. You sing the whole white album. Start playing a Prince album. Oh, a Prince album? Oh, they would just delete the, the show. They, if you do they, any Prince they would, music, they delete would, the whole the show. The show yeah. would disintegrate like a Digimon if that happened. <laughs> so Darren looks at you uh, looks at you guys a little bit away from the cameras and just goes, so yeah, I'm visiting my kid after school. I'm going to hit the mall. Does anybody want to come with before we... I'm down for the mall. You guys, mall? <sighs> Nothing else to do, I guess. Yeah, we don't have anything else to do, right? I mean... Didn't so, Marisol, you wanted to get a job at the studio so we can go there after if you want. I mean, they do seem to hire anybody, so they did. um, she's gonna shoot a glare at the fucking director. <laughs> they did hire your dad. Damn. Exactly. He's Jack not qualified. Drop. I'll be the first to say. <laughs> Damn. But he's doing a great job. He's doing a great job. Guys, Marisol. John gives you guys a thumbs up and he just goes, "Love ya." I'll mix the show better. <laughs> I don't know why he keeps saying that. I, you know, does he seem kind of like, um, he kind of seems like, like he's scripted, doesn't he? Like, he says the same five things. That's... I mean, I think they're all like that in California, right? That's just show, that's business, just show business does to oh, some people. Oh, no. Yeah. I have a counseling mm. session. Oh, you just thought of it. Huh? Uh-huh. I have a counseling session today that I promised I'd go to. <laughs> oh. You're going okay, to therapy? So you having a revelation. I guess. Wow, that's that's you, a man. really big step. That's, I'm proud of you, Alex. Yeah, dude, good for you, yeah. man. Like, hey. you finally realize that there's something wrong with you. Whoa, oh, <laughs> whoa, hey, okay, that's that's okay. that's a little harsh. Right. But like, um, yeah, no, it's 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 good you're taking steps, oh, dude. I, like, um, I forget. I try. I just told that teacher, dude, I would go there. Oh, who's Stern? Yeah. Oh. Stearns? You know, what's up with him? He's always in our business. Really into therapy. I don't know. He seems all right, guys. Like, he just, you know, mm. he, I guess he just cares. But wasn't he the guy that was like, wasn't he the guy that was like getting all the kids into therapy that had the worms? He was. Like, isn't that. He was. I mean, yeah, but I think <laughs> oh, he was like point. a pat, like a, like a scapegoat. I don't know. I think there's something weird about him. <sighs> Stearns was one of the guys I talked bit. to when I was investigating it's Mr. Nice. Empty, but. Yeah, like I said, he he was just referring kids to that hospital, and that's yeah. where empty was. I don't pay attention in class. Did he give us the the egg bots that we had to raise? He did. That had that worms. That was him he did. too. 
Yeah. Okay. True. Question, Andy, is this before school starts mm. officially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah, I think Letitia just calls Alex real quick. Oh, yeah, go for second. it. Go for Alex. No. <laughs> oh, you are the, you are the oh biggest douchebag I've ever met. <laughs> um, oh Alex, Alex. Can, do you have um, Mr. Hench's number? Yeah, of course. Manuel. Yeah, can you text me it? Sure, I'll send that your way. How's, uh, how's it going? Uh, fucking awful. <laughs> Great, same. Also, Hi Tish, how'd your hookup go? Whoa, whoa! Darren. Yeah, Tish kicked me out of the apartment last night and Darren. bought me a hotel room because she was ho- obviously hooking up. How'd it go? I thought I was going to get attacked, not hook up. But you did get attacked, right? Like, oh my god, guys, I'm literally not about to talk to a bunch of what? What's the oldest one of you? Like 17 and a half? I'm 17 about this. No, it's cool. Like, unlike everyone else here, I am not a virgin, so we're on the same level. Yeah, your spirit, hey, your whoa, spirit. you can't prove anything. Oh my god, yes we can, Alex. You've never scored. No. The youngest one here is 15. Okay, I'm not talking about this because Oscar is literally a baby. Darren, you're spiritually a virgin. Alex, you'll never score. And Marisol whoa. literally feels like a little sister to me, so I'm not talking about this. Listen, I, will okay, talk I, have, I have scored I for the score. record. I have scored. Uh, Disgusting. Same. No, you haven't. I'm score. hanging up. I have. I, play, I played a lot of sports. I don't care. <laughs> Alex, you... I sh- have a baby. Okay, no, but your soul is a virgin. So I'm going to hang up now. Thank you for sending me Manuel's number. I will see you guys later, okay? I have important stuff to do today. Wait, Letitia. Yes. Did you wake up alone? I'm not lying to you guys. No, and it sucked, okay? I hope it did. Be- no, oh, no, not... <laughs> no, 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 no. Not the sex. The sex was great. But just everything else involved emotion. Oscar, cover your ears. On the other. God, I keep forgetting Oscar's there. Whatever, I'm going to. Shavir, when did you get here? How? Hey, yeah, how's this coming filmed? through? How's speakerphone no. coming through on the, the oh, camera? Oh, I, 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 it doesn't. I also, I always just link Shavir to yeah, calls. Yeah, uh, I, I will say, Letitia, Letitia's gadgets do have a thing where, like, they can't hear what you're, <laughs> you're just re- responding to what sounds like Nothing. phone static yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. Anyway, I have important <laughs> stuff to do today with LexCorp uh, and then some investigation stuff. I'll talk. To, if you guys need me, just text me. Okay. Yeah, we'll have a talk about this okay. later. Mary's like, you're not my fucking mom. What is happening? <laughs> no, but I am disappointed uh, in you. You're disappointed. You're, you're the most unreasonable. Shut up. And she just hangs up. <laughs> Love ya. I will say for a future reference, when you guys want to have a She's conversation. Fun. Like that—that's touched that the cameras don't hear. You guys can just have that unless I'm actively telling you they're trailing you as well. So just to oh, yeah, not just to make sure you don't have to be like, oh shit, do we have to roll in order to talk about Mr. Empty? No, it's fine. So you guys make your way into school, but as you do, you notice one last thing. Uh, you can see Miek at the school gate being pushed back by school security. Oh yeah, you guys here? Miek got expelled. Oh, was what? he racist again? What? Yeah, yeah, he fucking was. Apparently, I wasn't here, but. Alex, is it true you punched him? Yeah, I punched him. It was pretty sweet, I guess, yeah. I mean, Darren looks hesitant for a second and he's like, Alex, did you punch him because he was being a dickhead or did you punch him because you thought it would look good? Yes. (laughs) Yes, that is correct, Mm. Darren. (laughs) <laughs> All right, man. Have have fun at your counseling uh, session, dude. Thanks. I need it. I mean, <laughs> 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 hey, man. 
Oh my god. And you guys uh enter into school. Um I think it's about time we bounce back to Sharir. Um No, actually, you know what? Let's go back to Letitia oh, this time. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was gonna zig and then I zagged. Okay. Crikey. Uh, Letitia, you're at LexCorp now. Uh, you're in there with uh, what remains of your board, and you guys are going over uh, sort of stats, proposals, and budgets, and funding for the party and stuff. Okay, um, first things first, I want literally big next to no budget at this party. I refuse to put a lot of resources into this stupid piece of shit. Uh, are, are, are you sure? Well, come off is looking pretty cool either way. I'm putting money back into communi- communities not for a party for fucking tweeners i'm not like put, like listen we'll have a soda fountain and then we get like i don't know justin bieber to perform and we'll call it a day wait hold <laughs> hold up hold up hold up says uh alistair lord and looks at you from across the table and goes look uh miss luthor i totally understand uh that you don't think this is important but events like this um, one way or the other, no matter what, it's going to be PR for the company. So, if we put no effort into it, and it shows, and people kind of catch on, even if it's just a party for teenagers, it's still something LexCorp was responsible okay. for. Okay, alright, I mean, fine. I can't, fine. I can't measure the kind of fallout that we would have if we threw, like, the amount of uh, social mocking... Uh, the company would get on social media for throwing a bad tweener's party would uh, okay. um, probably bury I understand what you mean. Um, I just want to make three points. One, I agree with you. First point. Second point. Um, my dad has literally blocked out the sun because he has beef with an alien. Bad PR don't mean shit. Three. Listen, fine. We'll make it a nice party. It's for, like, the teenagers of the community so they can be doing something positive instead of, you know, out on the streets or getting hurt or something. I don't want any alcohol at this. I want, like, good security that is making sure that no one gets hurt. And let's get somebody who's popular to perform at it. Besides that, I literally, I'm not trying to put millions of dollars into this. Seriously. Uh, your board looks at each other and they go, okay, all right, well, uh, We'll try and come up with an appropriate budget for it. Um, just now in the middle of this meeting, uh, Patricia Reporterson, one of your employees, walks in. But she's uh, she doesn't look like she's prepped uh, to, to you know, uh, do secretarial stuff. She looks like she's prepped for a presentation. Um, she walks in. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I was told my meeting was now. It can be because they're really boring me. So what's up? Oh, sorry, Miss Luthor. Stop. Ew. You're gross when you apologize. Please don't kill us. We're just trying to budget. Okay, so what's your... Um, yeah. Patricia looks at the wa- her watch. She goes, oh, it's... Oh. No, they're right. My re- my meeting was in another hour. I'm so no, sorry. No, 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 no. I didn't mean to disturb you. No, we're going to do it now because I have things to do today. And actually, if we could speed run this, it'd be very good. Like, so let's keep it going. Okay, well, um, I'm here on behalf of the Squelch. It's a Gotham, Gotham Quarter neighborhood. Yeah. Wait, you're a reporterson, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. how much do you I'm need? Your secretary downstairs. What? How much do you need? Well, it's not just a matter of money, Miss Luthor. I had a whole presentation laid out. And... All right, let's get to it. I'm so <coughs> sorry. I'm very quickie, get things done person, but I'm gonna let you go. 
I mean, do you, do you just want me to give the gist, or I can I can give you the gist if you don't want to have to sit through. I do it's trust you. I've got a lot of slides, oh, oh God, a lot yeah. of research and data. I and... trust you. Give me the gist. No, I just I, I I took a lot of this over the last couple weeks, so you know my stats are my stats are my numbers are good. I promise. Okay, then just give me the gist real quick. Okay, so um basically I live in a neighborhood in Gotham the Gotham Quarter called the Squelch. Um, it's one of the areas here in Patch City that hasn't really had a lot of attention given to it since Patch City was formed. Um, a lot of the other, um, a, a lot of the other buildings in the city are connected to a main power grid that's maintained by sort of like, you know, a network of uh, different companies and stuff. But um, uh, the Squelch doesn't really have a lot of support. Sort of our, our power goes out all the time. Um, there's nobody around to fix it. And we think, it's like maybe a fault with the main generator in the Gotham Quarter itself, but um, so far nobody's offered to really take care of it. All right, yeah, cool. Um, I will completely fund like having the Squelch built on its own infrastructure and all stuff like that, and then we'll work with the Gotham Quarter to get their whole problem fixed as a whole. Um, okay, that's great, but we're also trying to sort of help the reputation of the Squelch in particular. You know, it doesn't it doesn't have a great name. Um. You know, there are a bunch of bodies been found there that were skinned. You know, just their skin completely removed. Uh, the outlaws apparently blew up a doctor's office there about a week ago or so, so... I was thinking maybe we could hold an event in the neighborhood just to maybe try and get people to come. No, that sounds great. Did you have any ideas for the event? Um, your board uh, slowly raises their hands, and she points over to them. Well, I... Guess that party you're throwing might be a good event. Oh, oh, this is two birds and one stone. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and we save a heck of a lot of money instead of booking out a booking out a nightclub, Miss Luthor. That's very true. It could be like a weird, like neighborhood, like event type deal. Okay, that's great. Yeah, um, we can even spend more money at this just to like help out the actual like infrastructure or anything around there. We can like rent out different restaurants or anything that's down there and they can work for us. We can like get them a booth and everything. Okay, yeah, this is perfect. Uh, Alistair raises his eyebrow and goes, sounds like a lot more than just a teener party now, Miss Luthor. Oh, you, oh, are we being a smart ass? Do I pay you to be a smart ass? No, I'm giving you a compliment. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm aggro from this morning. We, we I had a bad morning. You understand? We work. For, we, we work for you. We we want to be here, Miss Luther. Okay, I know. I just had a bad morning, so. Do you, Do you need a hug? Sit your fucking ass down. <laughs> okay. And he sits right back down. Okay, this sounds great. Give me the proposal and budget all that stuff like tonight. Um, good work. Great. Thank you so much, Miss Luther. I promise you won't forget it oh and one more thing yeah shoot i was hoping we could um maybe name the party um not just you know the celebration for the squelch but maybe for your brother throw it in honor of my brother yeah absolutely yes <laughs> oh no st cloud your assistant who has been doing nothing but filing her nails this entire time rolls her eyes from the corner do you please check on miss reporterson i know she's going to do a lot right now do you want me to shoot her no. Jesus Christ. I don't want you to shoot her. <laughs> All right, I'm just making sure every time you say something, it sounds like you want me to shoot somebody. Okay, assume... Maybe, the, maybe it's my problem, it, I don't it's know. It's absolutely your problem. Assume I never want to shoot somebody. <laughs> she sighs and is like, all right, all right. And uh, she leads Patricia out of the room, and you guys kind of resume your business meeting. 
Um, so we're going to cut to Sharir here. Um, I'm going to say chronologically, this is after school. So you guys have gone through the school day. Um, so if you want to text or message Sharir, um, that's totally fine. But uh, Sharir, you hear a knock at your door. Uh, he First, he puts down his milkshake next to the two others that he's drank today. And then he opens the door. Standing in front of you is what looks like a half-snake, half-man. An anthropomorphic snake man. Hello, I'm here for self-defense classes. You are. You're supposed to apply. I did. I left an application days ago. Oh, you're... Oh, today is the day. Okay, well, come in. He, he looks around, uh, he looks around the dojo before he steps in. He goes, I have permission to enter your domicile. I invited you in. Yes. And he walks in. No one else is with you? No, I came by myself. Hmm. I registered by myself. What's your name? Steven. With the... Stephen or Steven? Steven. I said Steven. Steven? Steven. Okay. I'm just trying to clarify. Yes. Steven Snakes. So what made you apply here? He looks around. Um, I, uh, I recently, uh, may have gotten to a slight bit of trouble and require the tutelage of someone who knows how to fight. Well, there's many people who know how to fight. Why me? Your classes, he says, were free. They are. He's like smiling to himself. That's a good enough reason. What (laughs) the fuck? (laughs) His tongue flicks out and tastes the air a little bit. So what experience do you have? I have very little combat experience myself. Yourself? You've seen... fights? Yes. Growing up in the land of cobras. Cobras. Cobra. Cobra. So you work with cobra? No, 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 no. And he waves his arms. No, no, no. Not all snake men work for Cobra. What kind of an assumption is that? You did just say you were from Cobra. Yes. Because we were created by Cobra. Oh. I'm not up on my world history. It's fine. So, you said you were in some sort of trouble? Yes. And he looks around. What sort of trouble? Is someone after you? Is a group of someone's after you? I live in this neighborhood, and I may have pissed some people off. What kind of people? Are we talking a neighborhood bully, or is someone trying to slaughter you in your sleep? You hear another knock on the door. Open up, Patch City PD! 
Are you running from the police? Um, he snake sweats. Maybe. <sighs> Hide in the corner. He turns off the light. He slithers into a little corner. And he opens the door. Um, you open the door and you recognize the figure of Captain Henderson, the uh, Patch City police officer who has Fuck. a little bit of a vendetta against the outlaws and Sharir specifically. Hey, open up. Hey, Can I help what you? What the hell? What are you doing here? This is my home. He peers in and he's like, we're looking for a snakeman. Have you seen him? I have not seen a snakeman. Really? Because a couple of people say say they saw a snakeman come here. That's odd. I don't care. He narrows his eyes. Is that it? Or he tries to push past you. Uh, I'm holding firm. Are you trying to break into my house? He looks behind you and he's like, why is it so dark in there? I was taking a nap. What, what is this? Is this a house? Is this an apartment? This looks like a murder dungeon. Are you interrogating me or are we through? I'm just trying to figure out what kind of- Why does it matter? He peers at you and he points at your chest. Like he literally prods at your chest. And says, now you listen to me. You made a, you made a, you may have mocked me once, but you're not going to do it again. You understand? I'm not mocking you. All right, fine. And he turns away and he says, "Maybe I'll just come back here later." Then he closes the door. <laughs> okay. Sharir <laughs> uh, is going to wait by the door to listen to him leave. You can hear him on uh, the phone talking to somebody. Can I make out what he's saying? Roll. <laughs> Assessing Damn. the situation? Dang. You could only... Yeah, I, I'll let you approach this the way that you want to. Okay. Um, Like a string on a cup sword. And just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one of those. Uh, Yet. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to say I'm probably pretty good at spying on people. Like, uh, listening in would probably be in a ninja's skill set. Yeah, so that's absolutely unleash your powers in this Just case. perfect. I don't. I can't believe Fret Boy Rage didn't give you a, a solo cup on a string sword. <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh my god. Yeah, you can hear his conversation perfectly. Alright, what's he saying? He's calling for support, and he's requesting backup. You're pretty sure you hear him say that he wants a warrant uh, to search your place as well. Okay. Uh, Sharir pulls out his phone and quickly texts Letitia. Henderson is here. I think at this point, Letitia was like, about to leave. <laughs> the office, it goes, here. Yet another shit on her shit what, plate. Nick. What is here, he also He also texts Oscar, uh, tell your mom to get his, her boy. No other context. <laughs> That's all he sends him. Let's just call Sharir from the fucking front seat of her car. She's getting ready to start it. Uh, hello? Sharir, what the fuck does here mean? You can't just say Henderson here. I, I thought I put more words in there. Not uh, any helpful ones. What? The officer Henderson is here at my apartment and he is trying to investigate. 
I, I don't blame him. You look like you live in a death dungeon. What is he? What is he doing specifically? Well, he's on the phone. He's asking for support and a warrant. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, you sent a Gotham quarter, right? Mm-hmm. All right. I gotta Do you stop. Need the address? I, no. I I literally stock your fridge. You do? Yes. There's spinach. There's probably some dead, hellish, watery spinach in the back of the fridge behind all the ice cream and milk. But yeah. No, I've used it. Oh, that's so dark. I don't even want to know. I what need you protein. Use do you just put it in a smoothie? Yes. Oh, you're fucking the worst. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'll be there. I gotta go down there to talk to the hench family anyway. So I'll be there. I'll make some calls right now. Um. I yeah. told Oscar. Also. What did you tell Oscar? Because you texted me bad. What did you text Oscar? Uh, I sent him, tell your mom to come get her boy. You do see how that's not helpful at all, right? Is that not enough information? You receive a text back. Am am I not the boy? (laughs) Am I not the boy? (laughs) Okay, I'm going to call Persephone. He's just going to send Henderson. I'm gonna call. I'll call <laughs> Persephone for you. I'll be down there in literally a few. Just don't open the door. Oh no, I won't. Also, Thank don't you. sword anybody. I don't even have it on me. That's what stop. Okay, whatever. If she hangs up, it starts calling <laughs> Persephone. Where does he keep his sword? It's on. It's on top of the fridge. Up, like between his ass cheeks, like oh in Wonder God. Woman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he meant I thought he meant it's not on me as in it's not even at the fucking dungeon. No. Bro, no. he he said it like someone talks about their gun. I don't got the burner on me, but I I can get it. <laughs> I can like this motherfucker up. But yeah. I'll call Now I'm imagining a fucking league like an another earth where the League of Assassins is the name of a frat. Oh my yes. god. Yeah. Oh, I want to I want to write that. I want to write that. I'll call No, no, no. Man. It's the League of Blackouts. That's a fruit. <laughs> like shadows. <sighs> Never mind. I, I'll let Shirig die. I'm joking. I call Persephone as I'm driving. Brand- Brandon has never been to a frat in his fucking I life. I actually never have. No. That's a positive. You should be proud. You should be proud. Um, okay. So, um, Letitia, you call Persephone Hughes. Um, you can hear gunfire and screams, but she picks up and goes, Hello, Agent Persephone Hughes. Oh my god, to? it's it's uh it's Letitia Luthor. Are you okay? Oh, it's completely fine. Business as usual over All here. Alright, cool. How how can I help you? Can Letitia? you call Henderson? He is harassing someone in in uh Little Gotham again. And Right. Here's the problem. I don't I have authority over Henderson within within operations that involve checkmate, but unfortunately I don't really have any say over what he does on his day-to-day in Patch City. Oh, okay, that's fine. That makes it a lot easier then, if he's just a beat cop right now. Wait, 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 don't, don't, um, don't hang up. Um, I just wanted to talk for a little while, and you can still hear gunfire and screams, and there's like a grenade explosion in the back yes, as well. Yes, what's up? I just... Letitia, the last time we talked, after we had dinner together, you seemed somewhat cold. I'm just wondering if there's anything I've done wrong. No, there's case. nothing you've done wrong. My life Because I've said to I've, is, I've said to you before, I do appreciate your friendship. Yeah, I know. And I understand your life is tumultuous. Uh, it's, tumultuous is nice. My life is literally beating the shit out of me. But I'll be fine. Life is winning. 
Did you want to get dinner again sometime? Um, you know, that's to talk about. It. Uh, that sounds great. How about I gotta do this dumb party event on Friday? So how about Thursday? Very well. Um, I'll I'll see you then. Yeah, sure. Um, yes, I got a lot on my plate right now as well. Um, Oscar's grandmother is visiting him today, so. Oh, that's so, nice. Yes, it's. Nice is not necessarily the word I would use. Okay, it sounds it's... like we need to talk about that also, so we can talk about all that over dinner. We could both get our woes out, you know. Thank you so much, Letitia. I, I do date. appreciate having having a friend. Yeah, um, well, I will talk to you later, and I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to see you either! Letitia hangs up and immediately just, like, while driving, throws her head into, like, the middle of her steering wheel. Like, I fucking hate this. So, Rogue, can you do me a favor? Rogue, can you please print me out a filming, uh, what's it called? A, a, the thingy I need to be at a location when I'm f- doing something related to a business and make it look uh, Shavir's address, please, so I can show it to the cops and they can fuck off. An itinerary? Not an itinerary. The, um, permit. Permit. Yes, I need a filming a permit, permit of for a bunch of stuff for LexCorp for that location so I can make the cops fuck off, okay? Okay, all right. Um, uh, should, Do you want me to take you to Master Shariz now? Yeah, uh, I'm. Yeah, you take over driving. I'm going to lay in the back seat and lay on my face until I stop. So, would you like a drink, Mistress? I could, mis- I could mix you a dry martini, a gin and tonic. Literally cannot right now, but catch me in like two hours. Perhaps a blunt. Well, no, no, no. Um, All right, I, I have it tucked you... away in my compartment in case you want it. We're gonna say, Brennan. If you, if you wake up in a bed with a person again, it's your mom. <laughs> I'm just saying there will be consequences. Letitia's, Letitia's <laughs> scoring, but also not. Like, it sucks. I wonder so how bad. they'll feel if they find out about each other. Okay, Letitia's like, I gotta go meet Manuel Hedge, I gotta go save Sharia's ass. And she just gonna get drove in, driven there as she prints out her, her permit. So you you get to Sharia's. Uh, Henderson is still outside, but he's now joined by two other uniformed officers. Oh, oh, hi, Henderson. It's nice to see you again. Luthor, I should have known that you'd show up when this freak was involved. Yeah, uh, we're doing a LexCorp event here in a few hours. Why? What's up? You're doing a what? We're doing a LexCorp event here, and I'm just scoping out the location, so what do you need? I'm not here for you, Luthor. I'm trying to get me your weird friend's weirdo murder. Oh, you mean my head of security? He's your what? He's my head of security. So if you're here for him, you're here for a Luthor thing. So what can I help you with? This is the LexCorp business, so. We just want to take a look inside, Miss Luthor. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have to do that because I do own all this and I have a permit to be here, so. He looks at the permit. You can tell he wants to just crumple it up and throw it to the ground. But there are other people there with him now and he knows better. Don't think I'm gonna forget this. Oh, don't think I'm gonna I'm forget this. I'm right now. This is down. I'm right. <laughs> um, he turns to leave, but as he does, he makes a beeline for the door. Uh, okay, yeah. Shereer's <laughs> still by the door. It's <laughs> well. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he's trying to smash it down. What do you do? Uh, I'll let Shereer try first, then I'll just kick his ass. I mean, I'm just not gonna budge. He's still a very large, grown man. Uh. He's gonna break the door. Directly and engage him. 
Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's what less if I, that he's stronger than you. What if I open the door, the door yeah. and then judo flip him onto the ground? Back back outside. Yes, yeah, do it. Yeah, I don't think I even need a roll for that. It's just within your power. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he opened, you open up that door. Um, and how do you, how are you tripping him here? Tell me, tell me how this goes. Let's see. He's running in like what? Shoulder first? Yeah. Shoulder first. Like he's trying to bash it down like a quarterback. Cool. So the door opens and Sharir immediately with both arms, one arm on his shoulder and the other arm on his wrist. He pushes the wrist in and pulls the shoulder, so he just kind of flips downward onto the floor. Welcome. I guess you're in. He lands with a sickening thud, and there's a crack on his arm, and he screams. Uh, can you two officers please get your friend? Because he did just try to intrude, and we had to take precautions as my security, you know? All that. They rush in like Keystone cops, and they pull him out, and Rogue turns to you and under his breath and says, Mistress, I got all that on recording. Oh, that's very nice. We should probably keep that. Yes, indeed, we should. Are you okay? Who are you talking to here? <laughs> Anderson. The man that got fucking... <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, He's just sort of screaming um, and crying on the floor as he's being dragged off. They bundle him into the car and they drive away. Well... I guess that's that. Thank you, Letitia. Did I hear something about a party? Yeah, I'm doing a big... I told the kids, remember, they're having a big party this Here? Not here. God, no. Jeez, could you imagine? Okay, that was a lie. No, it wasn't a lie, because... Is it Sharir's place near the squelch? Oh, no, oh, oh... Yeah. Oh, no, mistress. The party would, in fact, be here. We're in the middle of the squelch right now. You know, it's going to be in this neighborhood, but not here exactly. Ah, okay. You might... Hell, I could get you a booth so you can, like, hey, come to my self-defense class. You might be able to get a bunch of students. Oh, that... Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. You hear a voice from uh, from the back of your do- dojo. Oh, that's right. Holy shit, is that Letitia Luthor? Is that a fucking snake? It, what, his name is Steven. Okay, is that fucking Steven the snake? Steven, this is Letitia. Yes, nice to meet you, Steven. Hello, Letitia. Wow, this is, this is weird. I didn't know you knew a celebrity, sensei. Is she famous? I, yes. I hate you so much, Arir. <laughs> I'm kidding. I knew she was famous. He whispers to Stephen. Ah, deception. Is this the first lesson? No, but it will be the third. Okay. What's the first? Well, the basics, but we'll get to that in a bit. Yes. Before we get into that, why was... Why were they after you? Um, he looks at Letitia and the little robot and then looks at you and he goes, I'm not sure I should say with the present company and I just met you. If you would say it to me, you can say it in front of her. Yeah, you're going to need a roll here, dude. The guy, I'm literally investigating for a super right now. Well, one of of you is going to need a roll here. Oh no, that sounds like a comfort and support. It can be a provoke. Ugh, I'm not good at either. I'm good at one if you want me to take over to provoke. I'll try provoke. Because why the fuck not? That's, That's why. a six. You hey, hey Letitia. What? Could you help? Yeah, okay, dude. I'm literally here to help out a supervillain friend of mine. I really have no room to judge anything you've done. It's fine. You're here to what? Shut up. 
Uh, he hesitates for a second. He says, I don't know. Tommy might be mad if I... Ugh, Tommy mind. what? No, wait, wait, wait. To Tom Tommy what? Here. Tommy what? Tommy what? No, no, I've already sent no, him. Like, like a coincidental thing. No, like Tommy Terror, because I know him. We worked together when we were kids. I'm a good friend of his. I am friends with he his stops sister. And he says, you know Tommy? Yeah, hold on. She pulls out her phone. She goes back and pulls out a picture of her when she was like fucking 17. See? Here it is. You can't tell because he like oh. didn't shave his head yet. But yeah, this is us. This must have been before he got really big. Yeah, I keep hearing that. I'm terrified because he's fucking huge when he was 17. Now that you mention it, I think he might have recalled knowing you a handful of times, but we thought he was talking shit. We? Yes. Who is we? Me and my friends here in the squelch. Okay. Do you okay. know where Tommy is? I'm still not sure here. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna just Sharia, can you do me a favor? Can you cover your ears? Um for what? For for a favor from your closest friend in the world. I don't have visible ears. No, you can keep them open. But why I don't have open ears. I mean I'm I'll They're be inside fine. Inside my you can head. Just do whatever tech fine. thing you're gonna do. Cool. Letitia just takes her wet wipe from her bag and erases all the all her like foundation on her neck and showed hickeys. Oh. Literally just got fucked and then guilted by his sister to find him. So you can tell me what happened with Tommy. I need to help him very soon. I thought you got assaulted. Weird flex, but okay. It is not a flex. It's literally mm. the opposite of flex. It's like a L. It's a weird L. I mean, how am I supposed to know his sister gave you those hickeys? Okay, I'm going to provoke, Anybody and then I'm going to make a goof, Indy. Is that okay? Yeah, hell yeah. You know I love that shit. Cool. That's a 10. Let's... Okay. <laughs> Letitia, um, unbuzz the bottom of her blouse, and there's a T-shaped hickey. Like, someone went, took the time to make hickeys in the shape Jesus. of a T. What? Sweet snakes! What in the hell is that, Letitia? She has an L on her lower back, to be fair. But. How? You just. No, you just keep the pressure going. If you, like, suck with your. I'm not getting into because it. Because of how bruises right, this form, is... that's incredibly hard to do so precisely. It is hard to do, but you if you're what? skilled. Whatever. Go, what's up, Snake Guy? Th this is my fault for holding things too close to the chest. I now know more about a complete stranger than I ever asked for, but also that's pretty sweet. Okay. Honestly, this is helpful. I've been wanting to talk about this all day, but I've been super stressed and talking to a stranger makes it a lot easier. We're friends now. I'm also here. I told you cover yours. Friends. <laughs> we are friends. We are, Steven. Where is Tommy? Steven is friends with a famous person. Steven, focus. Steven, focus. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, okay. So basically, uh, we're a group of orphans who live here in the Squelch. Most of us lived in Gotham. Some of us come from all over, as is per usual in Patch City. Tommy was our protector for quite a while. He originally came to Patch City on a job, but we ran into some trouble he helped us out with. A couple of our friends went missing at a medical clinic, but before we could find out more, the outlaws blew it up. 
Thanks for that, by the way. Wrong two. Almost it, blew up a medical clinic. It wasn't us two. It was two. It was. It, you know which two it was. You could just use cross of elimination career. You know which two Black to do it. Okay. Sorry. Force of habit. <laughs> also, I think. Oh my god! I fucking I have a stitch because of that. Oh, <laughs> oh god! Do not edit this I'm out. Do not edit this out. <laughs> Oh no! Oh god! Oh, my lower lung. Okay, I'm okay. He's I'm old. Good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so old. I'm so old. But yes, Tommy was our protector, but he went missing a little while ago. That is a fantastic start. Part of the reason he was protecting us is because the Atlanteans and the Markovians were in the middle of a gang war. Tommy managed to piss both of them off. Okay. They weren't a gang war over him? Not over him. Something else. Something they called nostalgia. Yeah, we dealt with a lot of that. Okay. Yes. But he was involved with nostalgia. Indeed. No one, um... No one ever said anything, but Tommy was pretty hooked on the stuff. Oh, shit. As you know, nostalgia is created from the memories of people and allows you to relive moments in their lives, to feel what they feel, even if for a moment. And it almost never runs out. So people become addicted to different experiences. Didn't all of it run out when everyone's memories came back, though? No. All the existing bottles are still here. Even with the people who got their memories back last week. Okay, so do you know what happened to Tommy? Or no? We know the Atlanteans and the Markovians were after him. We think maybe one of them got to him first, but apart from that, we don't know. When's the last time you saw him? Um, he shows you a video, and it's the same video that Tuppence got. Well, of when? Tommy being I mean, when? Like, how many days has it been since oh, you've seen um, him? It's been two weeks. Okay. Um, Sharir, you are more... I trust your insight on this. Um, I don't think it's Markovians just because we kind of fucked their day up real bad. No. Okay. I don't think it's the Atlanteans either. Why? It seems too convenient. No scientific deduction? Everything that has to do with nostalgia and memories, a lot of it leads back to you-know-who. Yeah, but you-know-who doesn't tie people up in basements and beat the shit out of them with baseball bats. That seems too simple, you know? That could also just be part of the cover. True. This just seems like mob shit. I don't know. Um. Okay, I'm Either gonna... way, if if what I think you're up to is happening... Don't share this information yet. Why? If you tell her right now, I don't believe she'll be the kind to sit and wait. Okay, if I don't tell her, she's going to go into the streets just causing problems if she finds something out. So bring her with you. Or us, I suppose. That makes it so much harder... 
But also, yeah, it's the best. Okay, I'll tell her to meet us here, and I'll tell her more when she gets here, okay? Well, I have a... I was gonna give a class. She can sit in the back. Moms do it all the time at, like, the Tiger Dojo commercials and shit. But... But in those commercials, there's always a student, and they're being taught. Yeah, there's a student right here. Right, Steven? I haven't been to school in weeks, but yes. How old are you? I'm too much of a bad boy. Wait, are you not a grown man? (laughs) I'm 15. Oh my god. 15? (laughs) You you showed a 15 year old this? Oh my god, you get so long. I thought you were like (laughs) 20. was really sick. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, it's not. We shed our skin every seven days or so. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it toughest. Even if we just hang out in the squelch till your class is done, and we can look into this. Oh my god, um, this is the worst day of my life, Sharir. Third, third. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna get any better. Oh, I know. It's it's at third, but it's 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 racing. She pulls out her phone and starts typing. <laughs> it's racing to the top. All right, Stephen. What's the real reason you're here? Are you trying to go after Tommy yourself? Yes. Okay. Well, now that I've heard your story and how it apparently ties into us, uh, you pass. What? Woo! I'm not taking just anybody, Letitia. They have to apply, and then I have to approve of them. Steven stays winning. All right, I'm going to call P. (laughs) I'll be outside at the door. So, um, I think that's where we're going to leave you two, and we're going to move back to the kids here. Uh, guys, it's after school. Um, you guys have finished up class for the day, but Stearns once again stops Alex before he leaves, and he goes, Alex, don't forget what you promised me. We're going to head to the counseling office. Yeah, tomorrow, I'll right? be there. Let me, uh, let me talk to my, my camera crew about this. No, Alex... Uh, Come on, man. I did you. I did you a favor I'm, yesterday. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna tell him. Just gonna let him know. I mean, I'm not gonna let the. I'm not gonna let them in there. What happens in there is for you and me. Yes, you understand thank that, you. right? I want you to be able. I want you to be able to be yourself while we're. I in appreciate there, okay? that. All right. Okay. Well, in that case, um, I'll wait for you there. I'm trusting you to come and see me. All right. Right. Yep. I'll be there. Okay. And he goes to the counseling office. And the camera crew uh, looks at looks at you, Alex, and uh, goes, "So, Alex, you're gonna go?" Y- yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go do that. You guys will, I guess, have to wait. Out, out. I mean, I mean, I'm sure. And and John peels up from behind the camera and goes, "Come on, man. I'm sure if you just, you know, ask him a little bit, we can get some really good stuff in there." I don't know about that one. Isn't it a, you're going to leave a little mystery, leave a little mystery of what went on in there? Find out next week, right? Uh, I mean, the point of this was for people to learn about the real Alex Wayne. Yeah, but that's, that's going to be, you know, counseling. That's not really the real Alex Wayne. It's, you know... 
uh, Vil sighs and then just does a wry smile and says, "Well, all right, man, it's your show, no problem. We'll just be uh, we'll wait be waiting outside for you when you're done." Right. Thanks. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, Oscar, Marisol, and Darren are there too. And uh, Darren's like, "So you're actually going to this thing?" I guess. I don't know. Okay, like I said, I'm proud of you, dude. What? I'm proud of you, dude. Thanks. Uh, honestly, the, I mean, the guy is kind of suspicious, so maybe, maybe this right, is a good. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess let us know how it goes. I think we're gonna go to the studio first, and then we're gonna go to the mall, and then to dinner. So, I mean, I guess you can meet yeah, us at the mall. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Marisol, tell him, tell him Alex sent you. Or don't. It's, it's your call. Uh, okay. And Alex gives a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, Darren uh, pats him on the back and says, good luck in there, buddy. Thanks. Thank you, Darren. Good luck with your bag of diapers. I feel like we need to play like the um the funeral <laughs> for this moment. <laughs> um, so Alex, uh, you start walking towards uh, Sturge's yep. office, and uh, Oscar, Marisol, and uh, Darren, you're still here now, and you guys are gonna go ahead to the TV studio to try and get Marisol a new job. Um, Darren stretches out and goes, all right, Studio 69, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think. All right, that's cool. Uh, how are we going to get there? Are we going to take the bus, or... We don't have Letitia's car right now, so... I didn't bring mine. You know, because I... I run everywhere. Oh, right. (laughs) Oh, we're just like normal kids right now. Oh. Oh! Wait, hang on. Um... Uh, you guys are suddenly distracted by what looks like a hot air balloon made of metal, uh, descending from the sky. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, it lands in front of the school on a pair of, of on, on like four pairs of like weird mechanical spidery legs. Wow. Uh, the uh, the door to it opens up. And an old-looking woman with wrinkles all over her face, but who is absolutely humongous, like like just the tallest old woman you've ever seen, um, steps out of the hot air balloon. Whoa, that's a big lady. This is... Oscar? She looks Uh... directly at you, Oscar, and she says, Well, hello there, Sonny. Sonny? I'm so glad I could finally come to meet you. Haha! <laughs> Grandma! Grandma? Yeah, I... Wow! <laughs> Talk about landing in style. Whoa. And I think that's where we're going to end it for today. Well, alright. Somebody! I'm alone in the city at night 
Dice Comics presents Blue Beetle and the Outlaws. You can find us on Twitter at Dice Comics. Marisol Reyes is played by Kathy, who can be found on Twitter at Save the Goblins. Oscar Hughes is played by Brody, who can be found on Twitter at Dio Grandango. Alex Wayne is played by Matt, who can be found on Twitter at Ivan Snooze. Sharir is played by Brandon, who can be found on Twitter at Trigon13. Letitia Luthor is played by Morgan. This session was GM'd by Indy Tan, who can be found on Twitter at It's Mr. Mask. Produced by Indy Tan. Music composed by Indy Tan. Edited by Indy Tan and Steven Staver, who can be found on Twitter at S. Staver. Dice Comics is an actual play of Masks A New Generation, a Brendan Conway game published by Magpie Games. Dice Comics is not affiliated with AT&T, WarnerMedia, or DC Comics. Happy March Masks, everybody.